and steadfast upon Iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us our death upon Iman. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raise us up on the day of Qiyamah of Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed all of us in this world for a very, very, very short period of time. Today we are here, tomorrow we are gone. All of us have come into this world to learn how to die. To learn how to die. People say that I'm giving my child a good education, going to school, and this education, and that tuition, that tuition, that education, etc. Why? You can have a good future. For a person of Iman, his real future is Akhirat. We only will die once, but we will live forever in Akhirat. People without Iman, they say, you only live once, so make the best of it in this world. You'll only live once. But a person of Iman will say, no, you will die once. After that, on the day of Qiyamah, will be raised up once again. And then forever and ever and ever, never to die again. Qiyamah, after that, Jannat or Jahannam. And it's forever. You'll be khadideen afiha abada. In the Akhirat, you'll be living forever and ever, never to die once again. Everything else will perish. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cause everything to perish. Even the animals. They will, after their hisab is finished, they will also die also. The mountains, Allah Pak will cause it to perish. The sun, the stars, the moon, the oceans, everything will finish off. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep this insan forever and ever and ever, either in Jannah or Jahannam. So we have come into this world to learn how to die. So that we are prepared to meet our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we see, very soon we will be looking for the moon of Muharram. Before that, we are looking for the moon of Dhul Hijjah. Before that, we are looking for the month of the moon of Dhul Qa'dah. Before that was Shawwal. Before that was Ramadan. And all this is showing us or teaching us the, our life. Allah Pak tells us in the Quran Sharif in Surah Yasin. وَالْقَمَرَ قَدَّرُنَاهُ مَنَازِلَ حَتَّى عَادَكَ الْعُرْجُونِ الْقَدِيمِ This moon. You look at the moon. You're looking for the new moon. When you look at the new moon, it's a very, very thin, like a hairline it is. And as it's getting bigger, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, now it becomes a full moon. Once it becomes a full moon, now the waning of the moon starts again. The waxing finished, now the waning has started. Start getting smaller, smaller, smaller. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, as going towards twenty-fifth, twenty-sixth, twenty-eighth, and 29, the very, very small moon now. And it's finished. We cannot see it again. This is showing us our life. هُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ نُطُفَ ثُمَّ مِنْ عَلَقَ ثُمَّ يُخْرِجُكُمْ طِفْلًا ثُمَّ لِتَبْلُغُوا أَشُدَّكُمْ ثُمَّ لِتَكُونُوا شُيُوقًا Allah Pak is giving us our whole life. At one stage we were nothing. We are not even worth mentioning. Absolutely nothing we were. From nothing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a drop of dirty sperm from the particles of sand, from the droplets of water, the rays of the sun, the gases in the air, all this was put together. Allah Pak made it into a drop of sperm. Allah subhanahu wa made it go into a specific place in the womb of the mother. And then in that womb of the mother, different, different stages, Allah subhanahu made the creation of this insan. And after nine months, this insan was born. A small little baby. And as this baby is growing up, this baby is growing and growing and growing, becomes Bali, a teenager, and then becomes an adult. After that, he reaches a certain age. 
Now we see the whiteness starts, one white hair will come. You'll try to pull that one white hair, hair out. Why I'm still look young? One will be pulled out, another two or three will come in its place. Two or three will be pulled out, ten will come in its place. The ten will pull out, another twenty will come in its place. Now I try to put Mendy and different different colors of dyes to disguise himself. But you still show in the beginning where where the hair is growing. You'll still show. You'll not be able to disguise it. If he disguises that, that old age will show in the other parts of his body. The hearing, the sight. The teeth, the limbs of the body, you know, the knees are getting weak. All this is happening. From the new moon, it went into full moon. Now the full moon is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller again. The baby is eating the same food which the grandfather is eating. The baby is getting bigger, but the grandfather is getting smaller now. In Surah Yasin, Allah tells us that as the person becomes older and older and older, becomes like a small baby once again. At one stage, that small little baby, may Allah make it easy for everyone, save us from Muqtaji. When he was a small baby, he was wearing napkins, now he's in, into adult napkins. The small baby, he was in a pram, now he's in a wheelchair. He was wearing a bib, now the, the bib has to be put on for the old man, because now the clothes must not get mixed up. The child needed help in walking. Now, as a person getting older, he needs help walking. God teaching us that this dunya is temporary. He reached his peak of his age, that 14 full moon. Now, after that 14, now the moon is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. That's the example of our life. We were looking for the Ramadan moon, the Ramadan came and went. Tawar came and went. Dhul Qadha came and went. The season of Hajj, Bakri came and went. All the Hujjahs were getting ready, we are going for Hajj, we are going for Hajj. It's already returning once again. And now, very soon, we'll be looking for the New moon of Muharram 1445. We are getting closer and closer and closer to Qiyamah. And our life is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So a person of Iman, he learns how to die. People without Iman, they say, no, you live only once to make the best of life. We say we will die only once. So make the best of our life to prepare, prepare for that meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We see that we pass through the days of Qurbani and Hajj now. May Allah accept everyone's Qurbani, the Hujjaj are returning. We are told in the Hadith Sharif that we should go and welcome and make istiqbal of the Hujjaj. Go and meet them, request them for du'as. When you meet the Haji, make du'a for him. Qabil Allah wa Hajjak wa ghafara dhambak. May Allah accept your hajj. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all your sins. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replace you with whatever you spend. Allah Pak has replaced it for you once again. Allah makfirli al-hajj wa liman istaghfara lahu al-hajj. Rasulullah s.a.w. should make this dua that, Oh Allah, forgive the haji. And for whomsoever the haji seeks forgiveness, may Allah forgive that person also. So we should go and meet the hujjaj. Hazrat Ibrahim والسلام, together with Ismail والسلام, after building the Baytullah, the Kaaba Sharif. Father and son, they build the Baytullah. They build the Kaaba Sharif. Imagine what a building that is. Who gave the instruction for it to be built? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who came and drew the plans? On the ground showing where the exact foundations were, the architect was Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam. The main contractor, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. His assistant, Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. Huh? Imagine what a Mubarak building that is. Father and son are building the Baytullah, building the Kaaba Sharif. The stone or the blocks are being cut off Mount Jabal Qubais, the mountain next to the Haram Sharif. The blocks are being cut from that mountain and blocks are being placed, father and son. The son is passing on the blocks to the father, father is placing the blocks. As the walls are getting higher, the need for 
would say like a ladder or a scaffolding now. Ibrahim is a block of stone. And as the walls are getting higher, that stone is also lifting with the Qudrat of Allah. Like how a lift and elevator goes up, the stone is going up. And what stone is that? Maqam Ibrahim. By the Baytullah, by the Kaaba Sharif, see like on glass encasement there. And inside that you see, there's a block of stone. And on that stone are the footprints of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. وَاتَّخِذُوا مِن مَقَامِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ مُصَلَّى That after doing tawaf of the Baytullah, we are told to read two rakats of salat behind Maqam Ibrahim. After the Baytullah is built, now Father and Son are making dua to Allah. What dua are they making? رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ رَبَّنَا وَجَعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ لَكَ وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِنَا أُمَّةً مُسْلِمَةً لَكَ وَأَرِنَا مُنَاسِكَنَا وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ That, O oh Allah, Rabbana taqabbal. Oh, generally is translated as, O oh, Rabb, accept from us. Taqabbal. For those that know the Arabic language and Arabic grammar, the word for accept is from the root word of qabila, yaqbalu, iqbal. Rabbana iqbal minna. O oh Allah, accept from us. Rabbana iqbal minna. Iqbal, they use the word, Rabbana taqabbal. Taqabbal, that oh Allah is not worthy of acceptance, but still accept it. Oh Allah, it is full of shortcomings. It's full of mistakes. We did not do it how it was supposed to be done, O oh Allah. As Ibrahim is putting forward there, Humbleness, the tawadu, the ajiz in front of Allah. Oh Allah, we could not carry it out as you commanded us to do it. But in spite of all the mistakes, in spite of all the shortcomings, Allah, you still accept it from us. Imagine what they're building. Who built it? Khalilullah, Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. But still, oh Allah, it's not worthy of acceptance, but still accept it, oh Allah. Who was Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? He was Abul Anbiya, Jaddul Anbiya. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he was a father of Ambiya alayhi salatu wasalam. In his extreme old age, Allah granted him Ismail alayhi salam, Ishaq alayhi salam. Ishaq alayhi salatu wasalam, his son was Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam. Yaqub alayhi salatu wasalam, sons was Hazrat Yusuf alayhi salam, Hazrat bin Yamin and the other ten brothers. And these twelve make up the twelve tribes of the Bani Israel. And among the Bani Israel, thousands of Ambiya alayhi salam came. Many, many, many prophets came. But that was from the lineage of Ishaq alayhi salam. And the other son of Ibrahim salam was Ismail alayhi salatu salam. Only one Nabi came from his lineage. And who was that one Nabi? Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam. So imagine such a great Nabi of Allah. The father of Ambiya, the grandfather, the great-grandfather of Ambiya, just look at, for example, Yusuf alayhi salam. Yusuf alayhi salatu salam is the son of a Nabi, is the son of a Nabi, the son of a Nabi. Such a lineage, such a great Nabi of Allah, but still he is making dua that, oh Allah, is not worthy of acceptance, but still accept it, oh Allah. Allah pak make us maaf, oh, I did my kurbani. Hey, it's definitely, man, it's the best thing, it's accepted. I'm a big, I came back from Hajj, I'm a Haji sahab now, my Haji is accepted, my Haji things like that. But how much figure do you have that, that is it accepted or not? We learn from the dua of Ibrahim that, Oh Allah, it's not worthy of acceptance. I did not carry it out as you, as you told me to carry it out, Allah. But still, oh Allah, you still accept it from me, Allah. So we learn this humbleness from this dua of Ibrahim A.S. Allah, accept from us all our ibadat. This 10 days of Dhul Hijjah has just passed. Very, very, very Mubarak 10 days of Dhul Hijjah. And very soon we'll be coming to the 10 days of Muharram. And culminating on the 10th of Muharram, the day of Ashura. Before that was the, la- the month of Ramadan. And in the month of Ramadan, the last 10 nights. And in the last 10 nights, the odd numbered nights. All these are Mubarak occasions. All this showing us for a mu'min, there's no time to rest. We are not seasonal people. That this season comes, now we become very obedient to Allah. No, all the time. Huh? 
This season passes, another season has come. This season passes, another season has come. This season passes, another season has come. This has passed, all the time you are preparing to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That throughout the year, a person of iman must be constantly striving that how may Allah can be happy with me. But at any time, the angel of death can come and take maru away. At any time. And I must be ready to meet Marakul Mawt at any time. In the Hadith Sharif we are told, something to the effect, that tamutuna kama tahyawun, wa tuhsharuna kama tamutun. That mawt will come to you, death will come to you, how you have lived your life. And how you live your life, that's how you're going to die. Yeah, that's how you're going to die. And how you die, that's how you'll be raised up on the day of Qiyamah. So a person, his life is in obedience of Allah, inshallah, mawt will come to him in obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And on the day of Qiyamah, he'll be raised up in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, if a haji passes away while in hajj, on the day of Qiyamah, Allah Paak will raise him up and make his hashar how? In a state of ihram, he'll be reciting labbaik Allahumma labbaik. If a person passes away while in sujood, while in salat, on the day of Qiyamah, we raised up in the condition of sajda. A person passes away by reciting the Quran and Kareem. On the day of Qiyamah, he'll be raised up reciting the Quran and Kareem. However you die, that's how you'll be raised up on the day of Qiyamah. On the other hand, may Allah protect us if a person passes away while in the disobedience of Allah. May Allah protect us. It must not happen that a person passes away like that. On the day of Qiyamah, we raised up in that condition in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Malakul Maud must not find us in the wrong place. Malakul Maud must find us in the obedience of Allah in the correct place. How lucky are those people that passed away in the Haram Sharif eh? during Hajj. How lucky are those people that passed away in Salah. How lucky are those people who passed away by reciting the Quran and Kareem in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A few years ago, in around 1993-94, around that time, when a very big earthquake came in Turkey in the early 90s, when Jamaat from South Africa went to assist in Turkey, giving eyewitness reports that how those buildings came down. Like how a sliced loaf of bread is standing and is properly over. How all the slices will fall one on top of the other. Like that, the one floor on top of the other floor fell like that. Where entire buildings were gone under the ocean. And the divers went to try to rescue people or take out the bodies. One place they went, it was a casino. They're trying to bring that body up, but that hand was stuck on that machine, that gambling machine. Could not remove it. That would just leave it like that. Another person's hand was stuck onto the bottle. They could not remove it also. Another couple was found in the act of zina. They could not separate these bodies that to be buried like that. Allah Pak protect us. On the other hand, you see, there are many bodies that are found in obedience of Allah. Some in sujood, some with the tasbih in the hand. Some in the act of dua. The hands were like that. And they were buried like that. So at all times, we have to be prepared to meet our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Death can come at any time. We had a jamaat from Makkah Mukarramah that came to Phoenix a few years ago, about four or five years ago. In this Jamaat from Makkah Sharif, there was one retired old man who was a paramedic. For about 17 years, he served as a paramedic and he was an ambulance driver, a paramedic. And his place of duty was that highway between Makkah and Medina. That was his place of duty. The highway between Makkah Sharif and Medina Sharif. Now who uses that road? Makkah, Medina. Muslims or non-Muslims? Hmm? Only Muslims use that road. But he says that he was just an ordinary person. Sometimes reading namaz, sometimes not reading namaz, delaying his namaz. He was like a hundred percent practicing Muslim also. This ambulance driver is telling us. He gave the talk in our Mazir in Spine Road and I translated the talk. So he's telling us his life story. That I should carry on my life like that. But two things in my life made me change. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted me hidayat with two experiences. One was that when the tsunami hit in 2006, 
He was part of the rescue team that went to Indonesia. They went in the helicopters to rescue the people from Saudi Arabia. They sent a rescue team to help in Indonesia in the rescue efforts. So he was in one of those teams. He's from the air when you look down. It was like a scene of Qiyamah. The ocean that we are looking at was not a normal ocean. As if the sea is on fire and bodies lying everywhere. This gave me like a wake, wake up call. If this is like this, what will Qiyamah be like? That was one event that gave him like a wake up call to change his life. There's another one was the accidents that I used to attend on that highway between Makkah and Medina. There's 17 years and seven to eight hundred accidents that I attended to at Rishad Talqeen for the person that's in that accident. Talqeen is, so we are told in the Hadith Sharif that when a person is passing away, encourage that person to recite the kalima so he can die with iman. La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is from that over 700 times that I made talqeen. Only about 16 or 17 people recited the kalima. Majority, majority said many other things and died. And one, he says, one particular incident stands out very, very vividly. A very, very old man in his late 80s, he and his driver, a very rich Arab person and his driver. The accident they met, the driver died on the scene and this old man, he was stuck with a dashboard and a seat. And all this was cut up. You can see there's no way of rescuing this person, he's on his way out now. They tried whatever they tried, now they started making him recite the kalima, making talqeen for him. He's not saying anything. Then after a while he called for a copy of the Qur'an Sharif. And they got happy, at least now he wants to die with the Qur'an. They brought and gave him the Qur'an Sharif in his hand. They took the Qur'an Sharif and he started swearing the Qur'an. Started abusing the Qur'an. And while doing that, his ruh comes out. Is this really exalted me to reality? That how you live, that's how you're going to die. And respected elders and dear brothers, yeah. All of us are going in that direction. Every one of us are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But how we can meet Allah in such a condition, Allah can be happy with that. That announcement will be made. Oh, nafsul mutma'inna. Oh, that nafs. Oh, that person was completely at ease and at peace. And totally satisfied with Allah as your Rabb. Radiyatu billahi Rabba. Wa bil Islam dina. Wa bi Sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rasulahu wa nabiya. I am happy, I am satisfied and pleased with Allah as my Rabb. My Rabb is Allah. That question in the Qabr is man Rabbuk. Who is your Rabb? Rabbi Allah. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I am pleased and satisfied and happy with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as my Nabi. He is my role model, he is my example. I have to follow his way of life in totality. Everything he showed me how to do, I must carry his sunnah tariqat in every aspect of my life. Whether it's my worldly affairs, my dini affairs, whatever it may be. My clothing, my eating, my drinking, my sleeping, my ibadat, my imaniyat, my muamalat, my dealings with one another, my ikhlaq, my character with one another. Whether it's my hairdressing, whether it's how I'm getting married, the nikah, the janazah, everything. How Muhammad Rasulullah to do it, how Rasulullah SAW has taught us to do it in a sunnat manner. I'm satisfied and happy as Muhammad Rasulullah SAW as my Nabi. And I'm happy with deen of Islam as my deen. If a person has got that, is satisfied and happy. Now at the time of death, Allah Paak will be welcoming him, welcoming him in the akhirat. Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna irji'i ila rabbik. Return back to your Rabb. Radiyatam mardiyya. You are looking forward to meeting Allah and Allah is looking forward to meeting you. When will a person look forward to meeting Allah? 
when in his life he was obedient to Allah. And Allah will look forward to meeting him also. Affected elders and dear brothers, all of us were moving in that direction. It does not happen that when Malakul Maut comes, we are not prepared to meet him. We are not prepared to welcome him. Just, just picture for a moment, there's a knock on the door. <coughs> At night, now how the Jamaat goes for gush, they knock on the door. You open the door, there's Jamaat standing there. Now just think for a moment, there's a knock on our door. You open the door, who is he? There's on Jamaat. Who is in the Jamaat? Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, Hazrat Umar radiallahu anhu, Hazrat Usman radiallahu anhu, Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhu, Sahaba Ikram are standing there. We came to visit you. Now it's an asset test for all of us. Well, we immediately call them inside. Come, come, come. Oh, just wait, give me one minute. I'm just getting things a bit ready now. Let me go inside and cover up the television. Let me go and cover up all the murads there. Let me go and try to disguise all the haram things there. Or immediately we can just take them inside. The asset test for all of us. If we are prepared to take them immediately with nothing to hide, inshallah we'll be prepared to meet Malakul Maut also like that. But you say, wait, let me just cover up everything. Then when Malakul Maut will come, there's no time to cover up then. Respected elders and dear brothers, Maut can come at any time. We have to be prepared to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This life is short. The life of the akhirat is forever and ever. As I mentioned in the beginning, we have come into this world to learn how to die. Not to learn how to live. How we live, that's how we are going to die. And Nabi Sallallahu taught us how to die. And we have to learn the tariqah of Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu For this, Alhamdulillah, we see uh, every Friday night in Masjid Hilal, uh, weekly Ishtima takes place. Where this is discussed in detail how to prepare ourselves and prepare the ummah at large, how we can meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Uh, tonight also the program will be taking place in Masjid Hilal, after Asr Salat, after Maghrib Salat, after Isha Salat. Then brothers stay over the night there, make iltikaf there, and at the time after Fajr also the program. So we can try to attend these programs and bring about that change in our lives and learn how to meet our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah forgive all of us. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin.